Just came back from celebrating my mother's birthday. She's uh, an October baby, so we had like a very extravagant dinner in the small town where she lives. I think there was like 11 of us in the party, and it was one of those restaurants where they're just, they take about seven minutes to explain the specials of the night, and it's very like brown butter and crusted like almond crazy flavors. It was very good. Uh, and my husband wasn't able to make it, but, uh, his, my parents-in-law, his parents just moved from Wisconsin to the same town my mom lives in just to like be around parents hanging out with parents. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, what else? I did a, my, (coughs) excuse me, I'm getting over a cold touch, so I might cough a little bit, but I did my monthly movie night and... That's always semi-successful. I mean, we never we didn't get the house of our dreams, so we didn't get like a den or anything, but we do we set up our living room with like tables behind the couches with like high top chairs and we have food and drinks and it's like a like we party, but it's like sit down party because we have breakables. Yeah. But Please it's still sit down fun. to party. Yeah. We have breakables. Yeah. <laughs> we have breakables <laughs> tonight. See if I'm breakables. But we we do weird movies and we're it's usually themed them. So we did um Freaked, which was my husband's choice. And my memory of that movie, it was like Freaked from nineteen ninety one or two or something. And uh I just it's like a sunny to me it's like a sunny LA film, but it does get kinda dark and it, it is very like ugly and gross and strange and funny, so it's it's a good Halloween pick. I accidentally had my party on Friday the 13th, and I realized too late, so we showed Jason Lives afterward. Nice. So it was my second viewing, and loved it. Well, my third viewing in my life, but loved it. Oh my god. And I was, like, watching with people who had never, like, really even seen the series before, some of them, and I was like, ooh, I hope they don't think that, like, all the Friday the 13ths are this sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not a, or, I'm sorry, not Jason Lives. No, we watched Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, I, you know, which is by like, the look in your eye and like how you're laughing, I'm like, oh, it's probably Manhattan. It's like, <laughs> that's like the most darling. I mean, it's, it is universally hated. Like people don't like that movie, but it's me and my husband's absolute favorite out of the series. Sorry. Sorry. That so was, that's my October so far. How are you, Eric? Pretty good. Uh, my birthday was last week and I had happy some birthday. friends. Oh in yeah. Town. Happy Thank birthday. You. But yeah, I had some friends in town for that and I did a couple of stormtrooper troop things um and i went and watched it and really liked it <gasps> i was so yeah. excited for you yeah oh, it was good <laughs> i love that movie anything else um well the last jedi premieres just dropped so my last week has been really busy because i'm helping coordinate one of the nights where we'll be trooping at cinerama and then we'll be doing other appearances as well so i'm sure i'll be doing some of the coordinating for that it's fun and definitely sometimes challenging because there are a lot of people who are like hey i'd like to get my costume in at this time and uh if i can bring a guest so we just try to get everybody accommodated because they do a good job you don't feel like the star wars films are like a job for you or anything no i'm just trying to keep track of like how you feel about i just think of it all as volunteer work and i enjoy it because we do raise a really large amount of money for mainly like Seattle children's, but globally just tons of causes. So it's all completely worth doing and it takes some time, but it's definitely worth it. I'm in full support of mm-hmm. that and of you. 
Uh, I'm in like the worst mood right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So we are doing 2017's It. We're focusing on Pennywise, the dancing clown. Also, right off the right off the hey hey, we are going to put um, a severe not safe for work. Well, yeah, severe not safe for work warning. Um, at least from my end. I don't know about you guys, but this will probably be the filthiest podcast we've ever done. Just coming from me, and probably ever because I I wanted to fuck that clown. The, the, <laughs> The, oh my gosh, the responses are kind of insane. The That's... content I've seen online is yeah. so, what's the word I want to use, uh, raunchy, that I have no choice but to talk about it, because it's not like I'm not going to, it's not like we're going to edit ourselves, like this is what our podcast is about. So yeah, here we go. Uh, get your headphones on. <laughs> don't listen to this in front of Turn it up Please don't for listen the kids. to this in front of children. children um, yeah. Okay, well, let's start with the movie first. We all loved it. Oh, I loved it. Okay. And I don't want to put words in your mouth because there's definitely little bits of the movie that, like, aren't amazing. Like, I'm viewing this as, like, a really successful Hollywood horror film, which is something we really haven't had in, like, ages. A really long time, yeah. Yeah. And just in general, like, Hollywood hasn't put out a big budget horror film that's, not even that's good, just really fun. Like, when you think of, like, a very good horror film you're thinking like silence of the lambs or something but this is a horror film that's like fun and and fanciful and like something from the 80s like from be- like a Stuart gordon film or it's like kooky yeah. and they don't tell you, know? you everything or over explain anything no and then there are great. even red herrings I really liked uh, that Richie says to his friends that he's afraid of clowns. But... Oh, also, uh, this is... Oh, total full, spoiler warning. Full spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. right off the get-go, we, we're not gonna wait. Don't listen to this if you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Richie says he's afraid of clowns, and I really like when they're in the house and it's starting to, like, freak them out. He finds that that lost poster, and it's him. I yeah. was like, oh, that's what he's actually afraid of, is, like, becoming a disappeared kid yeah, yeah. and like in the room with all the clown stuff i was like that's not really what gets to him it's that coffin of him that he finds um, he never like says what he's actually afraid of like it's all contextual although they filled the room with clowns but like i think it was going off of what it had heard you know yeah it's also a lot like just the way it flows and like what like the horror that comes out of it i mean there is two types of horror in this movie all the stuff coming from pennywise is like um like a Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street type of thing going on, or like Wish, yeah. Wishmaster. <laughs> uh, Wishmaster. Um, and then the other side of the horror is every all the kind of serious drama horror that's coming out of the kids' abuse from like parents and adults just in general and like bullies and, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot going on to be afraid of in the movie. I just loved, because I watched the miniseries right before we watched the actual movie yeah, and i, I loved that. how it paralleled but that it was basically just an enhancement which is what you want from like a, a redo like when someone redoes a movie you want it to just be like enhanced you don't want it to be over the top and like it was everything you would have ever wanted out of the first movie but you couldn't get because it was like made for TV. And so, and it was made for TV back in the 80s on ABC or whatever. So it's yeah. like the most wholesome channel, which is so <laughs> ridiculous that they even had it on there. But I, it followed it so well. 
I was like, this is exactly what you would have wanted to see, except I love there's no way. That. The one thing I really liked that I didn't really know, because my boyfriend really likes the uh, Dark Tower series, and I guess in that series, like, he ties all the characters from all of his books together and kind of puts them in this whole different world and universes. And so when he was playing with the turtle in his brother's room... <laughs> But uh, the turtle, I guess, was like the supposed to be like this safe thing that was in all the dark towers and how he was like kind of like playing with this turtle in his brother's room and then start seeing his brother's shadow and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's so cool. And it makes me want to read the dark towers just to see like how all the characters kind of tie together. And... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, I'm not that familiar with the, I mean, I'm trying to be familiar with the books without reading them, but now that you're saying that the only, or the, the other scene where they mention a turtle is when they're having that really great day, uh, in the sunshine, like when they're swimming yeah. and they're like, oh, it's a turtle. Ha ha. We're having a great day. Oh. So I should mention though, that we're recording at Natasha's house, which means you might hear her little adorable doggy, uh, running around with its ball. I apologize. You might hear Natasha's talk. Every once Just in a while. Just edit that into the... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the Super Out Bad Guy podcast. You might hear Natasha's talk. Um, all right. So turtles, cool. Yeah. Um, describe Pennywise's appearance. And who who is Pennywise? What's he look like? Pennywise has like this big bulbous head. All white <laughs> face. He has the craziest teeth. Which I think is kind of cool because he makes it seem like he's almost childlike. Like those really weird like front teeth. <laughs> Go lay down. <laughs> he wears basically your typical clown costume. The only thing that's really crazy about him is from the neck down, he seems like a normal clown. And then from the neck up, you're like, this is not right. Nothing about this is right. No. I mean, his clown costume looks pretty old, though. Because I don't think that's when he, like, landed on this. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. He just, like, really liked that style back then and just kept it. Yeah. I'm going to refer to him as a he throughout this podcast. I know it's, like, a thing and a being and it's an entity, right? It's not, like, an alien or anything, but... And he has, like, eggs in the book. Or babies, or or he tries to he gets pregnant in the book. I don't know if that's going to be in the sequel. Um, and I did with his outfit. I noticed that there's two different versions, and I think only one makes it to the movie. But there there was like the first first iteration where iteration. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I'm thinking about reading Jurassic Park again. Um, (laughs) uh, But in all of the promotion stills, he's wearing. Like a skirt, basically. I call it his his skirts. And there's a... That outfit is like... um I don't know. It's set up somewhere like a museum piece. I, I'm not sure where, but it's set up. And it's like skirting. And then in the film, it's a little bit different. And it's the only really difference in the outfit. And I think even maybe the main material, the gray material, might even be a different fabric. But the one from the film is... It's a... It's two skirts, quote unquote. But the first one's... The... the top layers like shorter and then he's actually wearing like i don't know if the proper term is like pantaloons or something but it's that kind of like poofy like pants. poofy pants 
And he has poofy arms. Yeah. So and it's like a very 1920s clown. Yes, and it, it's weird because I watched the movie twice and I wasn't even paying attention, so I was just like, oh yeah, skirt's on, because it's, it's what I remember from the promo stills that, that were just flying around everywhere. So there is two different versions, but that uh, poofy pants one is what makes it into the film. Mm. Um, oh. And most of them are that, so that's the skirt yeah. right there. And I, but I think that's more because when that kid was in the library looking up stuff and he kept saying it, yeah, like it was way back in when the town had even started. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the other difference too is the version of his outfit with the skirts. He has um, much higher pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a dorky nerd pants. Yeah. And then in the film, they go all the way down to his shoes, and it kind of makes a cute little like Japanese schoolgirl type. Covers his shoes all like. And just, has, just the right length, yeah. It just looks different really variations cool of the he's same. Doing that flopping around fast effect when he like when he charges at people, he does this weird. He thing, does the wonky like, which is back like and forth. it looks cool though. They you know they did, weren't just using like it's a shimmy. Like, they were just shaking a camera. It was like cool overlap effect. Well, he had do you think he was supposed to be an alien with the really big head, or was it like you know? I know he doesn't actually look like this in the film, but when we keep saying like he has such a bulbous head, I'm actually, I keep picturing the uh, killer clowns from outer space clowns because they have similar hairstyles and they have the big bulbous heads and uh, white skin and things like that. But his he doesn't look is, quite. His is pretty big. He doesn't look quite that cartoonish. Um, other things about his appearance was, um, I, I did see this twice in the theater. The second time, I even brought like a notepad with me and I scribbled in the dark. Oh, I brought mine the first time you go see. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't bring mine because I was so embarrassed. I was like writing sentences on top of each other because I couldn't see anything. I went over them on my way here and I was like, yeah, I remember try all writing, these amazing Try points. writing in the theater <laughs> on a paper. Oh, yeah, multi-patricide. You can barely read it, but yeah. So I, the second time, I was really trying to pay attention to like... Because... So many people find him, like, so damn just sexual. Yeah. So I wrote down, he's wearing lipstick, so that's a thing. Upper lip, great. Lower lip, rubber lip, question mark. I'm not <laughs> I'm not into his lower lip. A lot of people, that's, like, their favorite thing. I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. But his that's expressions were really good. Like, they're very, very, like, unsettling. Yeah. I saw him do it on Conan without makeup and i was like yeah. oh my gosh it's so it really yeah. is really unsettling like he practiced this like really particular curl like ugh. yeah ugh. and his eyes as well and his eyes were yeah penny this pennywise has all kinds of uh fans online some people like his lower lip some people love that his eyes go in two different directions and people really interpret it i mean what i've noticed the most about the the villains that we cover is when there's a large fan base they go one of two ways. They go the super sexual route or they'll go the super adorable route. And people utilize his the way he like kind of skews his eyes in both ways. So there's a lot of um, interpretations of Pennywise online where he's like, not like a chibi anime character, but he's like a little cute little cartoon and his eyes are always going two different directions because he's like sad and dumb and like helpless and he doesn't get anything because he's like not from here 
And he's always like, uh, what? And he has, like, his, like, head he's is tilted. And, <laughs> and his eyes are going two different directions because he just doesn't get anything and he needs all this help. <laughs> and then the sexual... I just can't kill these kids. <laughs> uh, and then the, the sexual route with the eyes is that um, people just really like to uh, draw him in very sexual positions where he's in the throes of ecstasy or just so angry that his eyes, eyes are, are crossing because yeah. he's, like, a wild animal. Um, so it's very interesting how people like to interpret these subtleties uh, that we get from the film. So his power was actually, I mean, stepping aside from how he himself looks, which of his scares did you guys like the most? Because I thought he had sexy Freddy Krueger power. There was one you mean that like really what he out. can do to people so or the of, specific scenes? Of the visions that he gave people... Which one really Ooh. creeped you out the most? The basement I mean, and the zombie one. A lot of the visions didn't deal with him, though. Yeah. He just, like, shows up in some of them. But I, yeah. I do want to hit do you on mean, like, the power of him. Do you mean, like, the Easter eggs in the hallway? Like, I, Did that one creep you out the most? Which one creeped me out the most? Um, how about you give your answer? Yeah, I thought the flute lady painting was Oh, absolutely. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. That was so And that was the great. one that, like, going into my dark garage at night, I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, oh wow, that I, that was a good horror movie because yeah. I know in like days later I'm like, my imagination's tripping me out when I go in the dark and I'm thinking about that. And the flute lady was perfect. The flute lady was, just like, was so great. small room. Like he's he's clearly afraid of it, holding like shielding his eyes from it, and yeah. just like yeah, it's just such an easy like mark, but it looks so cool. And I know it was yeah. CGI, but like. It looks really sweet. It's just super cool. This is one of the one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. Um, I really think that Hollywood is starting to get what's happening in the indie film scene because there are the indie horror films are getting so popular that you almost forget that they're indie. Like it follows was huge. Uh, Your next was huge. The Infer- the invitation was huge. The Babadook was huge. Those aren't Hollywood films, but they're so Green Room is considered an indie film, but they're so popular because they're so good. Yeah. So Hollywood's kind of like trying to play catch up and I'm in full support. Like I know it's fun to like trash on Hollywood because they are bad. But if Hollywood can like be amazing again because they want to be, I'm in full fucking support because they have the money and they can they have the power to make amazing movies. And so yeah. I'm watching it for the first time and he says that he's afraid of this painting. He walks into the room and I'm watching the movie, and it's still towards the beginning of the, you know, more towards the beginning, so you don't really know how this movie's gonna turn out yet. And I'm sitting there, and he's afraid of the painting, and he kind of turn. I don't know at one point, but I'm in the theater, kind of crossing my arms, and I'm like, in my head, like, you know what would have been really cool? You know what, you know what they would have done if this was, like, in the 80s? They would have had her, like, come out of the painting and attack him. That's not gonna happen. And then it did happen. And I was like, I got like a tingle down my spine because I was so like proud and excited that they did something that I wanted them to do and didn't expect them to like follow through with. So I guess that probably is also my favorite of his scares. Uh-oh. Just because I wanted it and it, and it, it fucking happened. Super oh, I love the, ba- the basement one where he's like chasing his brother or he's trying to find his brother through the house and then the clown like, Really fast goes to the water in the basement. Yeah, the charge like, he does. The char- yeah, and then I loved with that bully. He was walking through like the sewers, and he thinks he sees the kids, and they're all just like <laughs> zombies. And yeah. I was like, I love 
love zombies. And I was like, this is great. Because once the light came out, I was like, oh, fuck. All right. And they looked good, too. Yeah, yeah they yeah. looked so good. And even the guy with the uh, the leper looked so the good. The leper was good. I was like, ugh. And that was so The leper was more like one I laughed at, whereas the painting one like actually entered my imagination. It's like, ugh. No, the painting one definitely, there's like a top three, the painting, the basement, and then, well, I also really liked when they were going through the projector. And yeah, like, see, that was a fun scene. But Pennywise does two different scares. There's the scares where it's something else, it's their fear, and then he might show up. And then there's the fear that's like, it's just him, and that's what the proje- projector was, was he was kind of being like, here I am, guys. Um, but the... The one in the basement that you're talking about with Georgie, the part that freaked me out because we saw like in the trailers before the film came out, you saw him like shimmy. You saw the kid being like, you'll float too. You'll float too. Yeah. But what got me both times for that scene was the music is insane. So the music during the scary parts is very intense. And the way, so it has Georgie being like, you'll float too, you'll float too. And he starts like getting aggressive about it. And then you realize that it's Pennywise's, like, it's basically his, like, arm as a puppet. And he slams Georgie down into the water really violently. And it all and it goes to the beat of this really deranged music that's playing. And it's like, you'll float too, goddammit. It looks like slamming your fist on a table. And he slams the kid into the water because it's his, it's part of his body. And then he charges after him. And it goes to the music in such a way that really gets you because it's on that beat that you're listening to that's why it scares me because it's scary with the kid it's scary because of that moment and then he charges after him so it's like bam 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 it's just scary on top of scary is top um i noticed that a lot of his scares come in like different tiers it's like this is scary this is scary this is scary this is scary and it all happens like one after the other it just keeps building and it builds like after you think it's gonna stop it just, he like scares you like two more times or something. It's like so great. Um, I had a little bit more. <laughs> I always have a little bit more <laughs> in my notes. I put he has red hair. That's always like kind of probably like an unwarranted. Uh, unwarranted. That's not the word I'm trying to use. Um, an unwanted fetish. The fetish of just like redheads. But he has a clown and. And the standard for clowns is like red hair, so. Yeah. But he has that kind of like sexy, like, um, who is it? Pippi Longstocking, or yeah, Pippi Longstocking's red hair, where it's like kind of, it's more orange. It's not like red, like a uh, cherry red. Also, most of the, so all the villains we've done so far that have a huge covered from head to toe clothing fetish going on have been women. Oh. And this is the first male, well, I recognize that Pennywise is like a sexless villain, but I, I just can't, I'm gonna keep calling him a he. So it's the first like male or masculine oriented villain we've had that is like. Should we put him in the bathroom? <laughs> he's just, he's just covered not. head to toe. Like he has the gloves. <laughs> like you don't see any parts of his body except for not even his neck, really, right? It's just his head. I think that most people don't realize they have that fetish. I don't think that it's something that a lot of people notice. Um, I know that I like that a lot, so I think I pick it up more, especially when I'm when we're doing uh, villains for this podcast. But um, yeah, Pennywise, just his head is showing. You can't even really see his. I think you can't see his neck. Wait, pull up. I'm gonna pull up no, a picture. Uh, you can't it's see. It's a lot of head. 
Yeah. No, it's all like fluffy. Yeah, he has a. He has a fluffy thing that goes around his neck. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but he's pretty much. I think he's even wearing gloves. Yeah, he is. He's wearing gloves. Like you literally can only see. That's so hot. His head. It's not, and it's not like an aversion to naked bodies. Like I'm sure being naked is like just fine for like people that have that like heavy clothing fetish. Just a mystery. I guess, I guess, or it's just like, I don't need it, you know, I don't need, like, leave your, I don't know, leave all the clothes on, put a sweater on, put, like, four on. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Maybe I should, like, delve into that deeper next time you cover a villain that's heavily garbed. Um, I mean, I was free writing at this point, but I was kind of feeling like um, a lot of people talking about just wanting to sit on Pennywise's lap. And I was trying to figure out why that was. It just looks like soft, soft silk. He seems to be wearing a lot of clothes. And I know that he's in like a cold, damp, dark sewer. But I almost feel like sitting on his lap would be really warm. And then I started trying to figure out why I would think that. And I get that he's a clown, but he has bells on his clothes. He's wearing white gloves. He's wearing really thick, you know, his outfit's like really thick and like covered and stuff. And you know what that reminds me of? Santa Claus. Oh. Or just like maybe in one of Santa's elves or something. And if you sat on Santa Claus's lap as much as I have, you know how warm his lap is. Go on. <laughs> no, that's it. Um, so Santa fetish? I don't know. Elf fetish? Well, there's like a pretty big clown fetish. I mean, I get that there's a clown fetish, but like no one sits on a clown's lap. Hopefully... I've never heard of that. I've never seen I've that never in a film. I've never heard of that either. Clowns actually. do not. And I mean, that's why I'm saying like, I get that it's a clown, but the only other thing that reminds me of like that, because there's a, it's a thing, like people want to sit on Pennywise's lap so much. They're like freaking out. And I just feel like that's like a Santa Claus thing. Because he has like white gloves, right? No eyebrows, by the way. Oh yeah, no, no eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah. And it just... doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either, actually. And I'm almost wondering, so the actor playing Pennywise is Bill Sarsgaard. I think he was 26 at the time of filming. He's 27 now. And he has very um, pronounced eyebrows. Like, I mean, not the eyebrows, but um, just like the... yeah. Yeah, he has a structure of his forehead that makes it very, like, deep cut. And I don't know if in the movie they kind of built on that a little bit with... um, to like reshape his face to make it even more so because Pennywise Probably. he doesn't have the eyebrows but he definitely has like a ridge that yeah. makes it like you don't need him. Uh let's see. He shakes like he's on drugs sometimes, half the time. There's also a lot of different iterations of his facial structure in this film. A lot of different personalities too. And the only other movie I can think of that does this is uh Curse of Chucky. Hmm. Which is really random. I mean, that movie came out like, I don't know, two or three years ago. And I don't know what was going on in that film. But there's like a CGI Chucky. There's another CGI Chucky. There's an animatronic Chucky. There's like a doll Chucky. And all of their faces look wildly different. Like their faces are so different. It's like looking at like all the Jasons from the Friday the 13th series wow. like oh, in, a, in a row. Four different people to do a Chucky. But yeah. the, and I mean, I thought that was really jarring. I mean, I'm not complaining. It was just very jarring to see that in a movie and be like, there, we did it. No one's going to notice. I, don't, I have no idea what their intentions were. But in 
the It film, I'm wondering if the intention was Pennywise can do whatever it wants because it's not actually a clown. It's not actually wearing those clothes. It can yeah, it's contort really itself. So when we see Pennywise with Georgie, it's the opening. It's the first time we see him, and he's very childlike and inviting. And I want to call him very feminine looking because he has. It's like the Disney Pennywise of the film. I think he has like almost like mascara esque, like adorable eyelids on him oh. and like cute little rosebud lips yeah. and and he's and he has like these huge like dimple or not dimple but like apple cheeks and stuff he almost talks like a kid too so there's that version and then there's like a then there's like the animal version of pennywise like when we see when he comes out of the projector he's like like an ape or something or like a <laughs> rabid dog and then, but then at the end of the film, when he's in the sewer and the, it's like the final like boss battle where they're beating him up, basically, he's acting more like a tiger slash dog. Whereas in the projector scene, he looked more like, like this like huge, like maybe it was the way he was like on the ground, but he had like his arms out like an ape or something, like a great like ape king. <laughs> I just think he's... Spoiler alert, I really like this clown. I do. Um, and then there's other versions of Pennywise where he just seems more like a, like a demonic human type Joker type character where he just seems really, um, especially when he's speaking with them and like arguing with them, he's talking more normal. He's acting more like a human being and um, he just seems more angry, I guess but not animalistic and not adorable Disney like in the first scene. So there's a lot of different like versions of Pennywise. And I guess to like save them the inconsistency, I would say they did that because he can be whatever he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was kind of the nice thing about him is he didn't have to stay any kind of character because mm -hmm. he was dealing with every person individually and then when he was dealing with them all together, he was just angry. So it was like, this is the scary part of him. But like, individually, he could be whoever and kind of fuck I them wonder, up, however. I wonder who who he wants to be. He probably wants <laughs> to be a clown. Yeah. I mean, that's his preferred <laughs> That's what he form, chose. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things he could have chosen that are children friendly. That if they were to go missing, it wouldn't have seemed... Too no weird. one's just Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and no one knows who he is and no one else sees him. It's kind of like the Jason thing where Jason's always by himself. He only comes out once in a while. Yeah. He was the mountain man for a while with like the beard and the long hair. And then he was like, I like the mask. I like this. Keep it bulky. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Pennywise. He's like always alone and he's just like, I'm not changing my clothes. Fuck it. This is me now. Yeah. This is me now. <laughs> this is who I am. I'm this all robes. <laughs> I do like that they could still. He was an imposing enough version of this character that. Um, so after Beverly smacks her dad with the toilet piece, he just appears real fast and just kidnaps her. But it's just like, a, oh, he's here now. And it's like shot to make him look just real tall and imposing. But I think it yeah. was his actual size. And. They don't show him, like, actually do this kidnapping, but it was just... I really want to know how good. that went down. Like, how did he magic her away to the sewer? Did he, like, pick her... Like, she doesn't live near any sewer openings, I, I don't think. I think she just passed out or something. So he just kind of, like, blinked his eye. Like, 
winked once and went up the chimney or something like santa well i feel like so the reason he grabs her is he's like oh shit she's not afraid of the stuff that really scares her anymore like so all i can do is use her as bait because she's not afraid of me or like she just beat her dad so there's not much i can throw at her yeah uh i saw like a production photo where somehow they did make the actor much taller um, but I don't know. I, I, maybe that's just like a weird photo, but he looked like he was like seven foot 10 or something. I don't know. He this is bizarre. Cause he yeah. doesn't look, he doesn't really look that tall in the movie, except for the scene that he said in the bathroom. Well, every other part too of the movie, he was kind of hidden except for when, um, I never remember names, but the kid saw the leper and ran to the backyard and saw him, but even then they were far away. So yeah. there was not yeah. really a way for you to tell between like size. His outfit makes him look very big too. Like yeah. he has the big stuff around his neck. Mm-hmm. He has the big um, kind of poofy shoulders. And then his it's weird because his his weight, his frame looks thicker. Like that Bill Sarsgaard is like a he's not scrawny but he's not like but bulky. he's thin yeah yeah and that waistline it did make thick. him look like That's, just round I but bet, not not I, fat but like I bet he's so warm That's so much <laughs> fabric <laughs> how is he not sweating all the time <laughs> probably is that's his drool, the sweat just <laughs> the, yeah, the drool ends up on just his like lip. his sweat. Uh. Yeah, I wrote that, the drool, I wrote that down. I was like, oh yeah, that was amazing. Lip size and drool. That <laughs> bottom lip is like a freaking like rubber lip. I feel like I could just rip it off and he'd be fine. Oh, I like it. It's not my thing. I, you're not the only I'm one. I'm on that team. <laughs> I'm team up, upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you would have had the teeth. I think that was yeah. part of the reason. Is and like I mean, I'm wouldn't... fine with the teeth. Like, I, I get they're tr- they're supposed to be, like, gross, but I'm I'm fine with it. Well, no, the, I didn't think the teeth were gross. I thought they looked more childlike. There's a lot of things about him that were very childlike. Like, the buck teeth where you're just like, hey, guys, me. Yeah, like a little <laughs> kid with his two front teeth. I will say one thing about, I mean, the first, so, okay. This is my, like, journey in, through, like, thinking that he's, like, a hot clown. So I kind of touched on this at the end of our last podcast when we were, like, introducing what we were doing this month. It's like I saw the production stills. I knew the actor. He's in Hemlock Grove, and he's a very sexual, like, character in that television series. And he's very cute looking. He's very young. Um, Women already like him. And I saw the clown. I'm like, this is not, like, a, a hideous beast. This is, like, they're making a hot clown. Like, sorry. Like, he said that he hopes no one thinks that the clown is hot, but it's like, People did no one tell you? Hot, like, you're the hot, like, they did this on purpose. You're the hot clown. Sorry. Yeah. Marketing is a thing. So it's like I knew me, like, uh, we would have this reaction to him, but I watched the movie and I was like, oh, he's not that hot. Like, this, cl- you know, this clown isn't for me, but I'm sure, like, other people will still, like, be really into this. And they were a lot. So then I go and see it a second time because I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Because in the the Pennywise I see in my head is like super hot. But when I'm watching the actual movie, I think he looks very attractive. But the one thing that I can't get past, and it's probably because I'm just really picky about movies in general, um, is they ADR his voice like a fucking Dario Argento movie, like an Italian horror film from the 70s. 
his voice is ADR'd, especially, um, and that's why I dislike the scene with Georgie so much, the first scene he's in. It's hard. They Yeah, and I don't know why they did that, because there is two scenes in the movie where his voice isn't ADR'd. It's when he contorts himself out of the refrigerator, and he's actually, it, like, talking to the characters. Um, and then also at the end, when he's having, like, most of the dia heavy dialogue scenes, he's not ADR'd, but the rest of the film... It's not a live voice, and it turns me off to no end. And a lot of people don't have that problem. Like, a lot of people love the Georgie scene, and um, I've actually not seen anyone, anyone online, like, no matter what website, if they're taking the film, like, very seriously or, like, very serious, like, articles or what, no one has mentioned the ADR voice, and I know that it is, and I think that they, that's, like, one of the huge, like, fails of the movie. Because if you're going to make a hot clown, yes. maybe uh, just let, let him talk. Let yeah, him speak. Leave it, leave it. <laughs> that was the one thing that turned me off the first with the Georgie scene. And the Georgie scene was so great otherwise. Mm -hmm. Like even the way that he would try to relate to Georgie, but it was still fucking creepy. I don't like, like how he talked. What's your favorite snack? Popcorn. Me too. Pop, and you're pop, like. Pop. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the other. And maybe it's just our age because. Everyone is different. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna have the same fetish. No one's gonna have the same like turn on or like reaction. But there's a lot of people online that are like pop, 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 and get like off on it. Yeah. And I've seen that scene twice now, and it's actually the more most like cringy scene. Like it's yeah, really, I think so... it's. I would call it stupid. Like I think that scene is dumb. It makes me embarrassed to watch it. And when I first watched the movie, I was like, oh, this is the movie we're gonna watch. Like I was very disappointed. Adr voice. When he says, I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown, he, like, gets, like, a shiver and he, like, he does this, like, wiggly thing with with his, um, I don't know what how to describe that with words. He, like, shakes his head and he's like, I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown. I hate it. Oh, I love it. Other you than liked his that, voice. You liked the shaky, like, I'm Pennywise. Oh, yeah. I liked everything okay. except did for you, his voice. Did you like the yeah. pop, pop, pop part? Oh, yeah. Everything about it just seemed like he was trying to relate, but he was super creepy and okay. desperate. Like, he wanted this kid. Maybe I'm one of the few, but then again, I am severely picky. Especially it was desperate pedo vibes. It was, yeah. It, it was, was real weird. It was super desperate, but he was trying to relate, and it was just, like, so creepy and you could tell that Georgie was like, something's weird here, but he just wasn't quite in the know enough to like understand like, a man talking to you from a sewer is probably the man you <laughs> run away from. <laughs> like, you leave the paper boat down there, he can make you another one. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is really all Georgie's fault. <laughs> like, it was just, but it's like the times, because like, you could just, it was obviously a very nice suburban neighborhood. So... You know, he was living in this bubble of just, like, everything's cool where I live. But, yeah, And you it's know. a small town and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so that was... That is true. You couldn't do it in the hood. It kind of has to be... It has to be well, in a bubble. Yes, you could. Don't you remember in Back to Real Life, what city was that where everybody, like, knew that there was, like, leprechauns up in the trees? It was, like, somewhere on the East Coast. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that movie... <laughs> No, 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 this is a real thing. Oh, this is. I was so thinking about silly. leprechauns in the hood. No, no. Well, God, I, I hope. Hopefully, that wasn't a reaction from the movie. But this is on the news. No, no, this and was it went like on they for had like, like a leprechaun months. flute and stuff. Dude, this is so silly. This what? Was, this was in the hood, but this wasn't it. I thought you guys were talking about the movie with no, the leprechauns. No, no, we're in one movie. It was. And it was. It was a predominantly. Really funny. 
black community because all of the, the news covered it like more than once and it was different news channels. And it was like crowds of people and they were just like, we saw a leprechaun. And they were so excited. They were like, there's a fucking leprechaun. And they really believed it, I guess. Cause there's so many. What? And it was from the, and it was somewhere, I don't know, like Chicago, between, what? between Chicago and New York, somewhere around there. Holy crap, anyway, I'm so I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you say, like, oh, like, no one would believe, like, a clown in the sewer, they believed in a leprechaun. Yeah, they believed <laughs> in it, but, like, I think if someone saw one, they would be like, no, oh, I I'm think... talking to this guy in the sewer. They'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out well, of here. Well, the leprechaun thing, from what it sounds like, people were actually kind of excited about it. If this was, if, like, some clown in the sewer talking about pop, 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 they'd be like, nope. Like, the, all of this is weird. Like, the leprechaun was probably playing a flute and just being cool, like... That's oh, no, no, no. That's fair. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the people in the ghetto made a leprechaun flute that they were selling. I don't actually know who was in on this. Like, what <laughs> happened here? When you watch it, <laughs> what this you'll be confused. You'll be very confused. Like, I was... I still am. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's the biggest yeah. conspiracy of our day. I actually think that neighborhood got together and was like, okay, everybody... Crackheads, the shoppers, like everybody's in on this, right? It's like the Mothman. Operation Leprechaun is go. It's like the Mothman, <laughs> except no one got hurt. Like it yeah. wasn't like a violent like disturbance. It was just like someone saw a leprechaun and then someone else saw a leprechaun and then yeah. it was on the news. Anyway, um, Pennywise's like um, violence he? that he does. What? What? Sorry. At least in this film, all he—I mean, all he really does is like rips people's limbs off and then he just like i didn't like i kind of got this but i kind of didn't because he has when he opens up his his mouth he has like rows of those like kind of needly teeth and when he's the um flute lady and he's attacking stan he opens up his mouth wide enough to kind of cover stan's face Face, yeah and when they kind of like save stan he has like needle marks like all around his face but it wasn't like he wasn't getting eaten though, so I don't really get what was no, happening. Was that like a dead another deadline thing? He, so he feeds on fear. So what he's doing is okay. fattening up the fear inside the kids, and so the flute lady is such an obvious one. And where that's he hides. the only time that we get to see that. Yeah. Okay. So that kid hides his face. Like the flute lady, that guy is clearly terrified. It's gonna work every time, and of course it does. So yeah, he's he's sucking on like that kid's as scared of this as he can be. I don't remember yeah. if it's, forgive me, I don't know, I don't remember if this is an X-Files episode or if it's a Supernatural episode, but one of those shows had a thing where there were these, these kids were getting replaced or something, and the kids were like, not vampires, but it was like, they had these round circle mouths with rows of teeth, just like Pennywise. it was Supernatural. Was it? Okay, yeah, so Supernatural, and then they would like, suck on their moms. Yeah, and I think leave, it was Supernatural, yeah. Yeah, leave, it was like someone watched a su- the Supernatural episode and put it in the Ant film, because it's exactly the same. They have the... Suck on their moms? What? Suck on their mom's, like, uh, necks and stuff, and leave the same kind of, like, teeth marks that Stan has their in the Their alien mom or their real mom? Their, their real, real mom. mom. So the ki- I don't remember what was going on with the kids. I think the kids were being replaced, and you could, like, see them, their real selves in the mirrors, and they had, like, black, like, whole yeah. eyes, and they had circles for mouths that were like thousands of rows of teeth like Pennywise has and they would suck on their moms and leave these like circle bite marks 
this exact same way that Stan Were had from okay the. Okay with this? No, no, no. It was happening, uh, and they had to figure out how to stop it. Yeah. But it was children, so that was like a hard fix. And then Pennywise, like obviously, he can do whatever he wants because he's like like a entity. But we see him contort his body, and he has super strength because he can like throw. He could probably like juggle the kids if he wanted to. That would have been funny. He was a clown after all. Oh, he yeah. should have. Okay. That would have been great. He also, huh, I mean, this doesn't matter either way, but I mean, I guess it does because if you think that he's like so hot or whatever, just a reminder, like, yeah, he kills kids. We know that. Like that, that sucks. I, I think everybody that finds him attractive has gotten over the fact that he kills, kills children. Kids. Yeah. But he also sleeps in a giant pile of their dirty clothes. That's just, it's like his nest. So he has like a nest of dead, dirty toys. kid clothes and toys and like shoes and stuff. And it's from over time too. I feel like that might kill the mood for some people. Some people might not care. I struggle with it. Because that's, <laughs> I mean, it was a huge pile. So this had, this had been going on for like hundreds of years. That was the Did weird you thing to me. that you read the book? No. Okay, okay. I didn't read the book. I bet it says um, in the book where, like, or when he got here. I don't know, The maybe. only part that didn't really super make sense to me that, like, I know he said they'd float, which I just assumed, like, you're dead. When you're dead, you float on top of the water. But, like, all the kids were just floating. Like, yeah. legit just floating. Yeah, like, why? Like, just I didn't get that part at all. It's like, so are they still alive? And they're just in, like, this weird state that homegirl was in? Or are oh, they all dead now? Maybe he sucks out. I love how we haven't read the books. Um, <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast. Well, we're doing a podcast on the movie, so fuck you. We didn't have to read it. Um, but I guess maybe they he builds up their fear. And sucks out their life. And sucks out. Sure. And then he just like throws them up there. Maybe. Um, and then they just die. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're dead, but they're just like... And it's oh, what if he's like gathering them like a spider does, and he's just gonna eat all those bodies. Oh, then, maybe that's. Oh, it. like he just eats them slowly. But then wouldn't? But there the, was a he lot. Is, he is a spider. I don't. Those kids the, are all dead. Well, in the miniseries, he does take the form of a spider, and again, I don't know if that's in the books, so I don't know if it's like spider, spider web, saving them for later. I'm just like connecting that dot. Um, I wonder if he just puts them in a state where they just die, but they well, don't rot. He put Bev in the... He made Bev float with the deadlights. Yeah. But he didn't kill her or eat up her fear. The weird thing about the town... Like, the town's weird. Like, there's a whole weird vibe. It also... It was like a Nightmare on Elm Street... Six? Nightmare on Elm Street 6, where all the adults are just like, fuck it. Like, uh, when they roll past Ben, when Ben's getting his uh, stomach carved open... Um, the adults are kind of like, whatever. It has some kind of power to just make people sort of forget and like not even think about shit. So in part two of this story, the kids have started to forget too, because it's still alive. Like, and like they have to come back and they have to remember what they went through because it like slowly made them all forget. And then they have to figure out how to fuck it up for good. Spoilers. That's what's happening in the second one. So parents. Double patricide was one of my notes. What does that word mean? Patricide's when you kill your father. So the bully does it, and then Beverly kills her dad, too. Or at least oh. I thought she killed her dad. Killing parents. I didn't really get that. So I didn't get the 
the the adults driving past in the car with the balloon. I didn't really get that. I didn't really get how two parents died and then one parent survived and then the rest we didn't even like really touch on. I mean, the movie's not perfect. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Mike's parents are fine because they're well, his dad or um, his parents are dead. They died in a fire. That's right. So his yeah. caretakers are fine. Like his uncle. It's a yeah. ex from uh, the X Files. Yeah, it that's is. What, yeah, that's what my boyfriend was saying too. He's like, that's oh that's my X-Files. god, I didn't yeah. realize that. <laughs> I just saw him on something. Oh, he was in. He was in uh, Jason Goes to Hell too. He was what? the he was the trench coat guy. Oh, that's funny. That was running around like, hey, Jason has a sister. I did not catch that cameo. <laughs> he's at old. All. Well, he's old now. He has like yeah. gray beard hair, and, and he like, wasn't he's in the movie that much. He was just kind of like trying to. Yeah, he was scary as hell. Uh, and I, to, I thought it was good. Bowers was pretty horrifying because he was kind of like the uh, the the young Michael Myers from Rob Zombie's Halloween remake. Yeah. Like he was slicing up kids' stomachs for no yeah. reason. Like that's so intense. I mean, the amount of fear that you have to have to um, be afraid of your dad like that, like he was with the that scene when he when he was with his dad at the end and he was like yeah. shaking. Yeah, that's like so severe. Like you don't want to think of why he ended up that way because they didn't really press upon that as much as they did with the girl and it was really slow but you knew something was off because in the miniseries you kind of it kind of pressed on it when he was like are you still my girl and it was like no dad actually really says that like i've never whereas he was just like talking to her as if she was his girlfriend but weird uh yeah and i i really respect the fans of it that like are um finding like all of that attraction towards Pennywise because there's a huge um huge 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 probably the hugest like daddy kink I've ever seen like just come to oh, life. Yeah. But it they insane. Yes. So there I mean there's a tag on Tumblr that's just called Daddy Wise. Huh. So if yeah. you do like if you don't want to sift through like it 2017 tag and Pennywise tag to look for like hey, this clown is really hot, just type in daddy-wise and you'll find it a lot more quickly. Um, I'm really happy because, like, they obviously can tell that Bev's relationship with her father is gross and scary and wrong, but they recognize their, like, daddy fetish. Like, it's daddy this, daddy that. Like, the Pennywise phenomenon is hugely, like, daddy kink-related. And this was the problem that I was having last year with... um, Fifty Shades of Grey, my my big thing was that that film was coming out on Valentine's Day and it was marketed as a romantic film. And as far as I'm concerned, because that was such a huge like pop culture film, most women or like whoever was into that film. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Uh, Fans of that film saw that movie as a romantic film about dating and being sexy. And that's not what that movie was about or by any stretch of the imagination. It was about... Bad BDSM. It, it wasn't BDSM. It was something that... that that's why it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> or just like... Uh, yeah, you're right. It, it was, was not. And it the was BDSM community was like... It was like, the farthest mm, from no. romantic. And it's like the fans of that it movie... Was 
were so dim-witted that they saw that and just thought it was something sexy and it something was appropriate. behavior marketed as BDSM. It was abusive behavior, yeah. And so, and my whole thing was like, if you're going to like Fifty Shades of Grey, please recognize that you have a non-con, which is short for non-consensual. non-consensual. You have a non-consensual kink. You have a rape kink. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is like a rape fantasy. So... If you're going to love that movie and be a fan of that movie and that book, please recognize that within yourself because the it the fans of it are able to do that. They know that they have a daddy kink. They know that it's a kink. They know that it's like a fun like fetish, um, and they know the difference. However, the Fifty Shades of Grey fans, I feel like they really thought that that was something romantic and something that doesn't need rules or permission and that's very yeah, frightening it's very far from what BDSM <laughs> is it's nothing but rules. and it makes you look bad <laughs> and makes you look you like play with. <laughs> like an idiot it's rules you can play with but it's it's a lot of rules like even with a rape king a guy a, lot of rules. a guy killed his girlfriend they went i don't know i think it was in florida a guy they went to see 50 shades of gray they went home and then he killed her on accident oops Mwah. Well, that's what I... Um, Don't see we, it and go kill your girlfriend. Well, when we just saw um, Gerard's game, and so and the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, that's not how you're supposed to do that. <laughs> and, like, my boyfriend's like, yeah, that all seems like it's setting you up for failure. And then he has a heart attack, and you're like, that's why you're not supposed to do it Which like is that. in the trailer for the film. <laughs> yeah, you know from the beginning that, from the trailer, you know that it's just her trying to figure out how to get unhandcuffed from a bed but um the 20 minutes in i was like that's not how you do that (laughs) that's not how they well actually he didn't die i like that actress too yeah i actually like both the people that played but yeah so i saw it at cinnabar it was like a friday night like I think uh, one of the Fridays, like when it first opened. You, that's and, the best part of living up north is going to Cinnabar. Yeah. And I did when I lived up north. And now I'm just like, really want to go. But guess what? Great. I love Cinnabar. But guess what? Go on, please. Okay. So it was Friday night. And I think we went to like a 1030 showing or something. And there was, we walked in and at the bar top was a clown with, holding a red balloon. And we're like, nice. sweet. And then we got in and it was like, I think it was like maybe almost a full showing. And so the audience was very responsive and we were kind of sitting kitty corner to the actor who played Mike in the miniseries. Oh, really? That's he was funny. like there. Um, and so I was kind of like, ner- I'm, I get nervous around like celebrities. Um, but I was like, oh, I hope he likes the movie. I hope I like the movie. Um, was it, cool. he there like as an appearance or just so happened he showed up? That's cool. I, th- I guess yeah. he lives up like North Seattle. Mm-hmm. What? And so he just like went to see the movie. That's so cool. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of elaborated on Georgie's scene and the projector scene, but uh, I think that the most popular scene, like, online, not like what you were talking about earlier, Eric, about, like, what Pennywise scare was, like, our favorite, like, And that was the the ones where he didn't show up. Um, I liked Mike's a lot with the hands coming out of the door, and then he's in, like, the meat rack. No one ever talks about that. But he's not... He's in that one, whereas he's like sort of taking the form of something, but he's like playing around in a is really he, weird way. Does he have like his back on a meat hook, like a la Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. or, is he, or is he like hanging? I thought he was hanging on a meat hook. Yeah, that's what it looks okay. like. like. It was he was hanging. On okay, because for a second I couldn't remember, and I was like, oh, is that like a choking kink or something? And that but one I don't was think so. a little bit more fucked up than the rest. 
his with Georgie was really fucked up, but like. Well, Mike's was, story is Mike's, the saddest. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to like, oh, what scares Mike the most? It was like, oh, why don't I show you the most horrific thing that happened to you over and over and over yeah. again? Which was like the most fucked up thing. It's like, oh, I got out of the house, but my parents didn't. And I heard them screaming and wanting to get out and I couldn't help them. That one was Pennywise like, is an asshole. Yeah, Pennywise is a huge dick. <laughs> He's a villain. <laughs> And he's just trying to, he's an alien just trying to survive. Uh, if I may play devil's advocate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, according to, I don't know, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, the most popular Pennywise scene is when he comes out of the refrigerator. I blame the music. So I've seen, that scene ended up online because people just recorded it and posted it um, illegally. And um, the music in that scene is fucking awesome like it's so up my alley personally but but also like that scene doesn't take very long to do and then there's also people that like like very specific things about that scene like to me i like the music i like that that's kind of the scene where you get properly introduced to him because that's when he's like actually talking with them a little bit instead of just like Scaring them for a second. I thought that whole house scene was probably one of the best. It's it like a just, well, oh it's a gosh, fun house. Yeah. It's such a fun it's, house, it's and I had fun. If I could describe it, aside from like the child abuse and trauma, I would call everything else with Pennywise just fun horror. I just yeah. thought that uh, it's so it's Richie, Eddie, and Bill, and I just think that how he separates them is good. But they're also, I think they're the kind of they sort of had the strongest fears, as it were. But he like he doesn't really mess with Bill as much as Eddie and Richie in that scene. Yeah. So yeah. he's kind of like splitting. He's like splitting himself around, and like you're starting to get the sense of it. Like this entity is can be in multiple rooms. Like there's not as many limits as you originally think. Yeah. Especially in this house, because like this is where it's powerful. It's like a. The it's foreboding like a was heavy. It was super heavy. I shouldn't. I shouldn't keep leaning too heavily on Freddy Krueger. I I'm sorry. It's like so many '80s horror films because it it relies a lot on fantasy because the whole like clown thing and the whole it can do whatever it wants. It can create everything, anything it wants. It opens up so many doors to just like See, fun fantasy horror. Because Freddy, a lot of times, Freddy will bring you into something you like and then kill you and like lure you with something you like. Whereas Pennywise is just going straight to the fear. Well, I just mean like they do that scene of like, look at all these doors. Like, which door do we choose? It has funky writing on it. That was funny. I was don't go this way. That's when that was really the biggest laugh of the night. I think because because wasn't it like scary and scarier or something like that? The thing about that. It might it might have turned some people off because it's like oh, I've seen that a thousand times. But you know what? I've seen that a thousand times in children's cartoons and like older movies, but this is a huge budget Hollywood film coming out this year and they put it in. I know we've seen it a thousand times, but that's something that's refreshing. That's not someone closing a mirror and getting a jump scare. That's not uh, opening up a door and having like a cat jumping out of a dump, uh, garbage can in an alley and going rawr, rawr, and scaring yeah. you. Like, that's not what I want to see. I want to see kooky, like, which door do I choose? I'm in a maze. I'm lost. Yeah. I love it. I think it was I'm the, so happy. It was also the kookiest the humor got. But it was really funny. So it was good that that was, you know, the best sort of 
you know, he doesn't really, like, write anything. It's the first, like, visual thing where there's this, like, this writing. I suppose it's sort of like, it's <laughs> making the escape more scary for them because they're about to choose how scared they get and they're already really scared. So he's, like, really, yeah. really, it is really, really getting them. So, refrigerator scene, a lot of people um, actually masturbate to him just, like, coming out of the refrigerator, which, like, wasn't what I enjoyed about that scene. Did the contortion part... I'm like meh about it was just like cool to watch but apparently people actually use that as like material um interesting but I liked the music I liked I get and then and then uh they're really like uh when Pennywise gets the rod through the head and that again for me it's like I can take it or leave it but it just goes to show like how many different people out there like so many different things that I wouldn't notice when I'm really looking and then another thing I almost feel like this movie is so popular right now that people are like just trying to grasp at, not grasp at straws, but just trying to like kind of severely overanalyze everything because... Find their thing within it. Yeah. yeah. And so even um, when he shows Beverly the deadlights and she starts to float, like if you watch that scene, he's like, he's choking her. And then when she starts to float, he lets her go, but he lets her go in this weird, he does this weird thing with his hands where he just kind of opens his hands up and lets her go. And it looks like a, kind of like a, it's like a priest thing, like a move. And so like in my notes, I was like, church hands? So I don't know. Church that's hands. Like a, yeah. There's like priest kinks and like church, like religious kinks and stuff. And I had, I didn't see anyone like say anything like that. But to me, it was very like, I just saw a lot of people being like, Look at those fucking hands. Like, look what he's doing with his hands. And to me, it looked like something that's, like, something that, like, a priest would do. I, I'm also making up the Santa Claus kink. Like, no one no one has said this. This is just stuff that I'm, like, just coming up. I'm just yeah. coming up with the, these <laughs> things. The daddy kink I've definitely noticed. Well, the daddy kink, because Was... people won't sh- fucking Shut stop calling up. him daddy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The only thing else that I wrote about the, the film specifically was that at the end of the film, when he is being defeated, he looks really scared. And I, and it's like, it's because like, he didn't get to eat enough. Now he has to like, I don't know, run, mm. run back. Like, uh, I don't know. He kind of like breaks apart and stuff. But I just thought like, you know, chicks dig when. Vulnerability. When, yeah, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And, mm. And there's a lot of like, oh, oh, this scene made me so sad. Like, oh, poor Pennywise. He just wanted to He's kill, scared. kill, kill. Yeah. <laughs> so chicks, chicks dig that. What I was reading is like the people who are really into like a clown fetish, which I cannot pronounce That's the word. That's the only thing I didn't uh, cover. I just didn't even bother with the clown fetish. It was a little obvious. It wasn't that I read a lot as far as like Twitter or whatever, but it was more like articles because so many writers were like, wow, a lot of people find Pennywise super hot and why. And then like a Vice writer um, asked someone who is really into clowns. And they're like, well, it's mainly the humiliation. So like for what I see, if me and a character like Pennywise were to like get together, like it'd be completely humiliating 
and awesome at the same time. Because he'd be laughing at you? Or, yeah. Or because, because people are like, you're with a clown? <laughs> no, more because he'd be laughing at you. Because they're like, with a clown fetish, when you are fooling around with a clown, like, all your noises, they make fun of the noises you make. They make fun of, like, the things that you're doing. They make fun of the way you say things in bed. Like, And he's like that in the movie, too. Yeah. He's really mean. Yeah. And so what they can envision is, like, it's not just the clown. It's like, it would be ultra humiliating but it fits because clowns are supposed to make fun of you that's funny that you're using that word humiliating because that's a lot of i mean i i think i'm about to get into like what i'm actually seeing online but a lot of people just really i've never seen fans of anything be more into just specifically wanting to be with a character like I've never seen this before and I I've kind of off and on been like really into like tv shows and movies and stuff so I see how like fans will like talk and interact and like talk about characters and 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 there's a lot of people that just really 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 want to be mistreated by Pennywise they want him to be mad at them he want they want him to hurt them and eat them and kill them yeah and not listen to them when they say no. Like a lot of, a lot, I, I would say most of the kink that comes out of fans of this movie are, it's like a daddy kink and it's also a rape kink. And no one's saying that because, I don't know if it's because it's a given or if it's just not something that you want to say, but yeah. it's very obvious like when they talk about it. They want, oh yeah. Like, and like some people want like a really like protective, like cute, nice Pennywise. But a lot of people really want Pennywise to act towards them the way he acts in the film. Like, exactly. Yeah. He want, They want, like, to have their arm ripped off. But, yeah. like, but they think that's hot. I read that. And, like, the more obvious ones is, like, the throat when he, like, grabbing the girl by the throat. Yeah. Like, lifting her up and he's so tall and big. It was, like, well, that's a really <laughs> obvious, like, attraction. And, but... again, it's, like, I'm sorry, Bill Sarsgaard. How did you not think you were in a hot clown movie again? This is the hot clown movie. They didn't put a red nose on you. They're sexing you up. Yeah, yeah. they made. They your... painted your nose red. The yeah. I mean, the only thing that was supposed to be unattractive was the fact that you had a huge forehead. You have cherry rosebud lips. Also, the re- the receding hairline. Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z is obviously the hottest Dragon Ball Z character, and his forehead is insane. Yeah, but that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like the only real like unattractive thing about you was the fact that you had this big lump head which i mean if that's the, the only lips. thing also the lower lip oh well that's you <laughs> maybe that's my thing maybe that's my thing sorry <laughs> the drool is fine i'm fine with the drool i think the anxiety too because when he's talking to people especially when he's trying to be like come hither come follow me like the way he talks to people you're just like i don't know whether to be <sighs> Calm or super anxious or scared. Yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't need to mention this at all, but I think it's just so cute. The the you'll float two thing. I'm a big fan of Dan Harmon, duh. Um, and I listen to Harmon Town and like recently when they do their commercials, they'll do like they'll like record commercials during the podcast. And they're just like, me undies or like nature box. And they'll do like a three minute commercial <laughs> like at the end of everyone. Dan's like two month subscription, me undies. You'll float too. And then they burst into laughter. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> they just keep doing it. It's like a joke now. 
That's like my favorite line. <laughs> I enjoy it. Sorry, I'm it just like a big fan. It centered the pop culture in a good way. I should yeah. just say that. Like, also, like, you'll float, You'll too. float, too. Just say that to the guests at the restaurant. I'm not going to be that. like, what? You're like, <laughs> just whenever you, su- if they ask for a suggestion, it's like, oh, the lamb shanks. You'll love it. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. <laughs> Have a good night. Float Y'all float too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> then suddenly everybody, like, when they leave, they're like, you float too. Did she just tell us we were going to float too? <laughs> <laughs> the hell? It means peace be with you. <laughs> mm, my people. It means enjoy life. Um, okay, so I'm just going to move into online stuff if you guys are comfortable with that. Because uh, there's a lot... Just random stuff. Uh, a lot of the nicknames I've seen for Pennywise online, I made a little list. Penny. Lots of pennies out there. Penny does this. Penny does that. Pen. Pen boy. Penny boy. Daddy. There's just, if you're going to say daddy, like people just know that you mean Pennywise for some reason. In certain In circles. Yeah. But I, but like I see it on Twitter too. Anyway. Daddy wise. Clown daddy. Claddy, which I never figured out what that means. What does Claddy mean? Like clown, clown and daddy. daddy? Yeah, like clown and daddy together. I don't like it. It just reminds me no. of like... Uh, and then Zaddy. What does Zaddy mean? Oh. I saw Zaddy a couple times and I can't figure out what that means. Z daddy? What's the Z for? What's the know. Z for? don't know. Is it an X or a Z? A Z. Z Addy. Zaddy. And they're talking about Pennywise. I want to Email know. us. If you know. <laughs> if you know what the Zaddy stands for. at gmail.com. Uh, people that want to have sex with Pennywise and have a very good relationship with him call. They like. I mean, would have a very good relationship with him. I don't if think he was real. I don't think everyone. I don't think everybody does this, but a lot of people like to call themselves clown fuckers or cluckers, and I think Ooh. that's also like probably a tag you could search. Isn't a chicken a clucker? Yeah, I don't. I don't like clucker. I don't like that. I don't like clucker either. I don't like when people. Clown try fucker. If you're a clown fucker, call yourself a clown fucker. Yeah, I don't like when they mesh two clowns. words together. Yeah. Also, the phrase "down to clown" comes up a lot, which it has is why a new meaning. I was yeah. so excited about the guests that we were supposed to have with us tonight. They messaged me because I was very like formal in like asking if anybody in the around the Seattle area was wanting to like talk about sexy Pennywise, and they were just like down to clown and i was like you're perfect you know exactly what's going on here isn't um, that for uh that group what the same clown posse isn't that what they down the clown do they came say that from? oh do they say that i thought that's where it originally came from like down the clown's been out for a while okay that's not like a new i've heard that before or, yeah but i i guess i thought I just it was meant... a i thought it was associated with insane clown posse because they have a whole following like a like they have a whole group following what are they called oh juggalos juggalos loving this movie i really want to see the documentary i haven't seen it yet they're all good people it's been out for like a couple years um i've met a lot of really good jugglers well that's and i've not i actually haven't met any really bad juggalos either i guess well, that's the whole thing with them too is like everyone thinks they're like these angry mean people and then they're like they're actually they're rap genuinely fans. like super nice yeah. <laughs> like, there's also uh like a meme i mean I, I i don't have any examples i don't think but people make very witty funny jokes about how ridiculous and weird it is that people are attracted to pennywise i'm happy about that i'm glad that they're uh 
they're not like you know being aggressive or like mean or anything yeah there's also a, a lot of memes about um like jokes about pennywise finding out that people want to sleep with him and, and think that he's attractive confused yeah like little like comic strip like little cartoons of him like being like oh, i'm gonna be so scary and then like either like coming across <laughs> someone that's like mm, f me uh, clown daddy and he's like what the fuck and he's like <laughs> it's like this huge joke of like if pennywise really found out he'd be like horrified or like <laughs> like the big joke is like everyone wants to have sex with pennywise but pennywise is like not into it at all so like that, there's like a lot of like really positive like humor I think that, overall. I think that's what he would do though. It's like that joke. He'd be like, like what? <laughs> no. It's like what did the? I want to kill you. What did the sadomasochist say to the masochist? What? Hurt me. What did the masochist say to the sadomasochist? What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I actually want to do like a little like experiment and actually like visit one of these Tumblr pages randomly. And just start like reading stuff. So there's a couple of uh, tumblers that are just dedicated to posting what we call our creep corner stories. So we kind of like always are encouraging people to send stuff into us about villains that they find attractive and like reasons why and like how they feel about it just in general. And um, there's like three or four tumblr blogs that that's all they do is just take in stories like that all day long every day. And some of the ones that I'd come across at first that I kind of wrote down was like, just really extreme things that I would have never imagined seeing, like, just talking about like, what, what makes Pennywise sad, if he likes braces, <laughs> what he thinks of suicide, if he likes girls with afros. Suicide like, is a waste of child meat. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Um, how Pennywise would handle like supporting someone through their transition i would support you the whole way if and penny... then impersonate your unflattering parents if pennywise <laughs> would like help you like do your makeup like do your makeup for you oh. just like weird things that i would never come up with let's see oh did you guys happen to come across anything about weird genitals hmm. just in my search for this yeah no weird genitals did you uh, yeah, so there's two things. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, this one's mostly a joke, I think, but some people, like, are really into it, so. <sighs> Does he have tentacles? No, no, yes. No, uh, no, but yes. But also, <laughs> <laughs> well, so there's, um, I think this started out as a joke, but, like, people talk about uh, Pennywise having um, a red balloon for a, a penis and balls. That's good for latex <laughs> fetishists. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I mean, people can view balloons very sexually because of like a like a latex thing. So, um, also something that's way more popular is um, something called a clussy. That's very Clown huge. Pussy. It has a tag. Yeah. And what that is is um, so there's story. Is it a balloon? No. There's <laughs> there's fan fiction about this. There's tons of art about it, and then people just like just talk about it in general. And it is. Um, it's not like a dick. It's like Pennywise is male, but he has like a vagina basically, but it's a mouth with like rows of razor sharp teeth, like his razor sharp mouth. And then a huge like 12 to 15 inch tongue comes out of it. And then sometimes they like also like add tentacles. 
And the first time, so I'm looking at your face right now, and that was my reaction. The first time I saw that, this is so imaginative. The first time I saw it, I was actually really taken aback because I feel like I've seen a lot online, and this was just like on my Tumblr dashboard. Like this was from someone that I was like following, and I was really surprised and not disturbed, but just very surprised. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's weird." I can't believe someone would draw that. And it was very pornographic. Um, and then I saw it again. Then I saw it again. And then I saw it talked about so much, heard about it so much that it's at this point, it's like so it's, a thing. it's so normal. I see Pennywise with the clussy with this huge tongue and a mouth for genitals, as opposed to a dick, like way more often. Like that's that's what we've chosen. Hmm. That makes sense. That's some old school stuff. But I it's mean, very yeah. grotesque. The, like... the tentacles is an old, old sexual fetish. <laughs> it is. It does behave more like a tentacle. But the mouth thing is like vagina dentata. Like it's vagina like a vagina teeth. mouth. Yeah, like, for sure. yeah, yeah. And that's an old fear and fetish. Yeah. I, it makes me feel like an old person. And, and a lot of the it fans are a lot younger. Like they're in their 20s or so. And it's like... This is so normal to them, and to me, it's so like surprising and like weird and grotesque. And I'm just like, like this is a very and 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 everyone's so like lovable and like, but like fetishes are crazy, man. And yeah. and right now, there's no like um bad juju going around. There's no like uh, hate and like making people feel bad for like what they're into and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of very pornographic like a lot of violent stuff going around like like i said a lot of this is about like basically being like raped and killed but everyone is treating it very respectfully because it's a fetish and a kink and they know that and i think maybe that's why no one's like getting all like up in arms about it because mm -hmm. they know and that's why that's what makes it safe yeah and appro and appropriate because obviously that's the only time it will be appropriate yeah so yeah the clussy so weird. Classy. The mythical classy. Yeah. It sounds like the Sarlacc right? now that yeah. I think about it. I actually thought I'd be more embarrassed like talking about this out loud, but it's just, if it's normal for them, it, it should be normal for me because I have to see it every day. So one of the things that I did you was- You don't have um, to see it every day, but I, I- I knew that there would be so much information together for this podcast. I actually went through and I just <clears throat> hit like follow, 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 follow because all these it, uh, Tumblr shit popped up. So I just followed all of them so that I would continually throughout my day just get all of this like like info to gather for this. Oh, also, I don't think that this is very popular, but I did see it at least once because I wrote it down. Cliss is clown piss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're so creative, but clown piss is a great word. You have to keep why? it structured. But why are they mashing the words when like clown penis is a great, rolls off the tongue really yeah. nicely. Clown penis, clown piss. Clown shit, like clown. Why not say Cliss? You don't because have all day. What if they're on the train and they need to? They're about to like go it to dinner. It only saves with, you one syllable. They're about to go to dinner with their family. They need to like type something out really fast. So they're just gonna write Cliss, not clown piss. Come on. It only this is a millennial culture. Or extra like second. Why not see piss? <laughs> see piss. I prefer see piss. Spiss. That'd be like spiss. Subpoenas, like sea penis, like like sea penis. <laughs> Um, I came across two not safe for work discussion apps. So, or it's like a, the apps where you can do like online discussion, like discussion communities. One of them shut down. So they made a new password and the password was like 
clown fuckers or something or like clown daddy. It's really infiltrated it's, all the sacred so ground. People. There's so many, so much. Has there been an upspike of sexy Halloween clown costumes? I that was next on my notes. So there's uh, Pennywise cosplay, mostly female, mm. like makeup wise. But I've seen like some of the random like conventions that have popped up lately before or uh, since the movie com- came out. I've only seen male cosplayers at conventions, but there's a lot of female cosplayers online, like doing like makeup tutorials and stuff on Twitter. And then I'm assuming. Pennywise will, or clowns in general, will be like the thing to dress up as this, uh, as we come into October. The, we're releasing this episode in November, but like, fuck it. We're a one month per episode podcast, so we're recording this now. So I don't know if this has changed at all. I think the last time I looked was like a week or two weeks ago, but I noticed that the ma- the very mainstream media websites, like, I don't know, like even BuzzFeed or like Entertainment Weekly or like things like that, they would have a headline like, uh, it turns out Pennywise the clown is hot. But then the entire body of the article would be talking about how Bill Sarsgaard is hot. It's like they're too modest or they, they feel too self-conscious to actually come out and say that people, people actually find the clown attractive. attractive yeah, they that's don't what I found too. Anybody yeah. Like every time it was like, the it clown is hot. And then they literally, even on They would only Twitter, talk about the actor. They're only posting pictures of the actors. Like he's not it though. They're so modest. Yeah, like... it's like, put the clown... <laughs> like, you find him hot, which makes sense, but put Pennywise up if you find Pennywise hot, not just the guy that plays him. <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try... I'm going to go to one of those, like, Pennywise confession blogs and just, I'm gonna... I don't know what I'm about to read. This is, like, in lieu of our Creek Corner stories, because, like, no, I'm not going to, like, ask someone to, like, randomly write into our podcast because people do it all day long every day. So I'm going to take advantage of that and just read off completely random stuff. We'll see what comes up. Some of them are actually very sweet and innocent. So I think probably the most popular one is called PennyWiseConfessions.tumblr.com if you want to visit it yourself. Oh, my internet's kind of slow. Okay, here's here's some that loaded. Okay, so I'm really hyped for chapter two. When it comes out, there will be more gifts to jack off to. (laughs) Do you guys want me to skip the really raunchy ones? No, I think actually, yeah, no. Okay, did I read one of the raunchy ones? Yeah, here, read this one. The very next, the very next one, (laughs) the picture one. Yeah, I want Pennywise to fuck me so hard and long that I bleed for my sopping cunt. You didn't tell me cunt was gonna be in there. I didn't read it before. I just started. That's why I closed my eyes and put my hand over my forehead and asked you if I should read Sopping Cunt. They're really into this. They're really, right. really into this. So I'm just going to read. We already had a header about the line. this being a dirty one. So right. I mean, yeah. we're good. We're and covered. The, yeah. we're, and we're again, good. this is not coming from our, I mean, this is coming from our mouths, but I'm just going to give you a, Really hardcore taste of what's going on on the internet right now. Uh, I want Pennywise to <laughs> ravenously fuck me, and every time I moan, he goes faster and harder. There's nothing I want more than to be do- next person. There's nothing I want more than to be dominated by Pennywise, just absolutely covered in claw and bite marks. Mm. Go on, <sighs> on my couch, filled to the brim <laughs> with his fluids until I can't hold any more. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't want to read anymore. Well, there's some really sweet... I'm going to find a really nice one. Can I read a nice one creepily? Yeah. Um, here, here. This is a really nice one. Hell yeah. This, <laughs> that one. Picture, yeah. Above all, I just want a ballroom dance with Pennywise while wearing a huge ball gown like Beauty and the Beast. Ballroom dance. Ballroom. <laughs> These pants have enough ballroom. <laughs> the one I found that was really cute was like, I just want to kiss and cuddle with Pennywise. Uh, exactly. I'm, Some of them are really well, nice. <laughs> cuddle wise. It was kind of funny because he was like, because I'm asexual as fuck. Because I, <laughs> 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 I had like all these other ones that, that were kind of like those ones just like really raunchy. He's like, I just want to kiss and cuddle. Asexual here. I just want a piggyback ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here, here's another one. I want Pennywise to calm me down when I'm having a bad day. Oh. oh. Wow. I don't think that will happen. Uh, With what? I'll just wrap this up because this will go on forever. Um, I know we didn't do very many, but I'm actually real embarrassed to read these. Uh, I want Pennywise to slam his massive cock into my pussy. Balloon cock. As hard as he into can. Into my cunt. <laughs> over and over until I pass Let's out. Let's make these worse. The end. <laughs> also... We are not making fun of anyone here. I'm just terribly embarrassed to be saying this out loud in front of uh, the internet. <laughs> I'm loving it, and anybody who wrote that is very creative. Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. that you're. You guys have a very creative personalities. Oh yeah, and I mean this. I mean this has been going on every day for weeks on end. Only so criticism. Like... Don't be afraid to talk dirtier. It's only it's healthy. Well, that's why people are coming up with like, well, what does Pennywise? You know, how would he do my makeup? Because it's like literally anything. Like. There's so much. You may as well write it down online. <laughs> do you guys want to hear something funny? Yep. Um, I have no time to do this because October is like a really busy month for me. But I am a pretty good writer. And so I decided to take advantage of the popularity. And I um, wrote... A fan I, fiction? I, I wrote fan fiction. What? Yeah. And I wrote fan fiction for a pairing is what it's called when you uh, pair a character with another character that's not very popular at all and a lot of people don't like. And my story has 4,283 hits. Nice. Thanks. Pennywise and uh, Ron for Pennywise and 40-year-old Bill, oh. the kid. Like, yeah. when he comes back in, like, the sequel, I guess. Yeah. And so I was trying to, um, and I talked with people about it beforehand, and a lot of people were like, I don't think that's inappropriate, but, like, that's cool that you want to write that. And they were very, like, respectful and stuff. And that's another thing about, like, like, I know that this kind of fan base kind of just was created, and so... Hopefully it's not that like, oh, it's so fresh that right now everyone's being very nice and kind to each other, but they are. And so, you know, no one's being like mean about it and like shaming people and stuff, which is really yeah. cool. So anyway, I wrote for something that's really unpopular and it's still got like 4,000 hits. So that's yeah. it. Oh, you yeah. know what? You know what I didn't mention was um, it's also funny because a month or so back, you, Eric, you wanted to do one episode that was comparing old Pennywise to new Pennywise, like the miniseries. Now I just want to do Tim Curry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so what's weird is there's a Tim huge, like, aside thing of, like, um, people like to draw 
uh, both of the Pennywises together. And there's one artist, and I feel so bad for not like catching their URL, but this is also based on Tumblr. They might throw this up on DeviantArt. I don't, I don't know. I actually didn't even look at DeviantArt for this, but they draw a lot of like funny comics of old pen like Tim Curry Pennywise and new Pennywise like interacting. <laughs> and they draw old Pennywise as this very like New York looking like short, heavy set like fat, like cigar smoking, like gruff voice, angry guy. And the new Pennywise as this like innocent, like dumb, like bright eyed, like doesn't know anything like and he's always like telling him like what to do and how to do things and Penny's like I don't know and they have this like cool like relationship and then some people like to um draw them very sexually I think my only note my only note of comparison is that I really liked how Tim Curry's like you can kind of see the clown wig so it's like he's impersonating a modern clown like (laughs) maybe some guy he killed or something but it's creepy because it's like even more like a human male desperate pedophile putting on a clown wig whereas the new one is very like a creature very extraterrestrial very supernatural but i like them both a lot so i they both can't say that neither worked you know i i was gonna say they both worked in their own respect respected ways just like you're saying but Yeah. yeah Uh, and then what I, so what I wanted to happen, but I never actually said it. And then in this last week, I started seeing it. The, so fans of Adventure Time will draw <laughs> Marceline and Princess Bubblegum hanging out together and wearing all these like cool, like hipster clothes. And when I started seeing the Pennywise fan art, like both of the Pennywise together hanging out, I was like, there needs to be like them in like fashion, like forward like cute outfits and stuff and there is now it's very like few but i've seen it like two or three times now and i want that to be like a thing that lasts for the next like two years i want thousands of like old pennywise and new pennywise just like wearing cool clothes and like holding handbags and drinking coffee and wearing sunglasses (laughs) that's what i want (laughs) that'd be interesting so this movie is filled with predators and mm-hmm. I thought Pennywise was the classiest of, yeah. the, well, of the Predators. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought... That's because... It's because the child abuse and violence is so serious. And yeah. That, that's the real horror of the film. Yeah. yeah. In answering, like, is he a sexy villain? Without even comparing to the old version, I don't know. I think that uh, I have to kind of defer to my answer from last time with Jason, whereas, like, Appearance-wise, not that into, but as a force and like what he does, that was some sexy shit. That was that was real cool guy. Yeah, the music makes it sexy. The music was really good too. I thought a lot of the shots were great. I had some friends who were turned off by the CGI, but yeah. I a lot of that really worked for me. And once painting lady happened, I was like, they're really. I'm gonna just relax on this CGI and just enjoy it because I am actually. They got me really good with that. So I want them to show me these visuals, and I'm not gonna yeah. bother with. I'm not gonna be bothered with how they're gonna present it. But uh, I don't think the balloon in the library needed to be CGI. Steve, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not Steven Spielberg, you know. It's like fair. Yeah. It's Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Natasha, hot or not? Oh yeah, hot clown. I liked all of his outfits. I think that was <laughs> his outfits were really cool. 
Um, or his one main one that he wore, but I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. It was really cool. And I liked the way that he would scare people. It was, like, dope. The Pennywise in my head is infinitely hotter than the Pennywise I actually see watching the movie. But if he just keeps his mouth shut, I think he looks really hot. I think he's always visually really hot to me. Um, I don't like the ADR. That really kills so much. But in general, I have the same reaction with Freddy Krueger. Usually, for the most part, when I'm watching a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, Freddy Krueger isn't that hot. But then after I'm watching, but then afterwards, I'm like, ugh, yes. <laughs> uh, I think I'm having that reaction for sure. Um, and then food. He was a food. What food would he be? I haven't mm. thought of this mm. at all. Have I ever, mm. Cotton candy. That's a cop out. Sorry. Mm. His hair is like <laughs> cotton candy, though. I guess I, so I don't really care for meringue, but he reminds me of meringue and it's like this, not so much tempting, but it looks like fun, but it's actually not very good. Meringue is gross. He kind of like, he's like those lollipops with tarantulas in the middle. I want to get into those He would be fun because on the surface he's a clown, but then he kills you, so. I bet if I got to the, (laughs) the tarantula center or the scorpion center and i was bold enough to like put my mouth on the bug i would be so like freaked out and like grossed out that kind of reminds me of that makes sense though because yeah. he's trying to scare you so it's like a food that already looks like something that scares you yeah like that's yeah. a pretty damn good parallel covered in sweet sweet sugar yeah or like the worms that are covered in chocolate yeah. I've never gotten to try it, but I've heard that it's all super delicious. Just yeah, I've heard like it's... Pennywise. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go a little like avant-garde and just... I think I've been exposed the most to the um, very graphic sexuality online. And in fact, I would use the word bombarded by it. And so I'm just going to have to... Looking. I followed the blogs. <laughs> So it's there in front of my face because I chose that path with my life, yeah. Um, He's popcorn, I just realized. Pop, 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 pop. pop, pop. Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with uh, just sticking like a a carnival hot dog inside of just some puffy pink cotton candy and just call that good. Can you do that? No, that's why I said avant-garde. Like, I've been watching a lot of Project Runway lately. But if you bring a hot dog to a cotton candy guy, will he wrap that monster? You do it yourself after you buy it. You take it out of the bun and you put the hot dog in the cotton candy. You can eat it together if you want to, but I've just seen a lot of Pennywise dick lately. And and Clussy. And the Clussy. I think maybe my answer is a cop-out, but I think I'm just going to stick with it. Carnival food works, though. I hope I didn't forget anything. Next time, Oreni Shii, and probably a little talk about Copperhead from Kill Bill as well, because we have two fantastic villains in that one. Is it Oreni Shii? Oren Ishii. Oren Ishii from Kill Bill. Volume 1? Volume 1. Played by Lucy Liu and a little bit of... Copperhead, played by Vivica A. Fox. Oh, Vivica A. Fox. No, Daryl Hannah? Mm, she is in the first one briefly. We could talk about her, but we yeah. can save her for part two if we ever want to do Kill Volume Bill part two. It's our our Kill Bill part two, Kill Bill part two. This is Kill Bill <laughs> part one, Kill Bill part one. 
yeah. Stay sexy. Wait, I have to tell people where to find us. Facebook. We have a, okay, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, we have a Tumblr. You can reach any of those easily by Googling hot bad pod. We also have a Gmail account. That is where you can, I don't know, send us any questions you have or, or, or famously our Creep Corner stories where you can just write in about any villain you want from any movie or genre or TV show or anything and just share with us your attraction and we will read it. Read us on iTunes <laughs> and write a review. And we need reviews just for feedback. Because we've yeah. never had yeah. one. We're still working on yeah. audio quality and laughing into the mic. <laughs> 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 Have a good November. Bye. 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 Must be this tall